0: man cannot spiritually discern anything. The things of the spirit are spiritually designed. So we live our life from inside out, not from outside in. From the spirit to the soul and the body comply and our life comply. Not from the body to the soul and the spirit if comply. If you don't worship God to the point that your mind is being altered, you can't change things as touching the world. You can't make some major breakthrough. Series that I don't want us to break, and then the Holy Spirit put in my spirit that we should push that um, series. So, we've been running a series on intimacy. Intimacy series. And when we're talking about intimacy, we're talking about intimacy with God. So, intimacy with God. All right? So, intimacy series. And then I've shared a lot of things, things, I mean, scripturally the personalities and characters that reveal who God is, the word of God, the revelation of the world, and then the revelation of Jesus Christ himself, and then the revelation of the spirit. So we are now on the third dimension, which is the revelation of the spirit. But you see, because the Holy Spirit is the one that has really tabernacle inside of us, so the Holy Spirit ought to be given a lot of attention so that we can get a lot of things right on the earth. So, the Bible says that he will not just speak of himself, he will speak that which he has been told. You see? The Holy Spirit is going to be speaking the heart of God to us. Holy Spirit is God. Alright? So, the Holy Spirit will guide us into all truth. So, we are going to get into the point where we we look at the ministries of the Spirit. So, we concentrate on the ministry of the Spirit later. But we've been focusing on, you know, uh, God, the Trinity, and the Holy Spirit being the, you know, um, the the third uh, personality or the third person of God. And then from there we have looked into, because we are looking at Holy Spirit and you, and then we are just looking at Holy Spirit and you, so how you can find it very comfortably and be conscious of you know, relating and fellowshipping with the Holy Spirit, all right? And so, when we looked at God, uh, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, which is, um, you know, Trinity, we also look at a man also being a tripartite being. He's a spirit, he has a soul, he dwells in the body. He dwells in the body. And then from there, all right, um, I want us to now begin to see, you know, uh, when we say a man is a spirit he has a soul, dwelling in the body, the human spirit contains um, like three compartments, or let me say uh, three components, you know, which can best be described as the conscience of a man. The conscience is in your spirit. That conscience is the voice of the spirit. A, a created, a recreated spirit, which is now made alive unto God, That recreated spirit has a part of of him um, as conscience, all right? So there is conscience there. When somebody is doing good, the conscience will be bearing you witness that this is good. What you are doing is good. If somebody is doing badly or doing something that is bad, The conscience, but then you can grow to the point you can do a you can do bad things to the point that your conscience, the voice of your conscience is silenced. Do you understand? Is silenced. And it can get to the point that the voice of your conscience is already muted completely. You see. So there is that conscience part of our spirit. I mean, I want us to take note because whenever the spirit is relating with you, you go to relate through the corridor of the conscience. And then the second part is a worship. Every spirit, every man that is created, human spirit, have that capability or vulnerability or tendency to want to worship someone or to want to worship something. And that is why even those who call themselves free thinkers, they are worshiping a God called free thinker. Praise God. There is no way you are created as a human being That you are not worshiping someone or you are worshiping something. You have been created in such a way. God was the one that created it in such a way that you will never be able to do without Him. And what God has done is such that when you want to worship, you pant to worship. There's that vacuum in your spirit. You pant to long, you long to worship, to be with a higher supernatural order. And then you do that. Um, towards him. So, there is that aspect of your spirit that is worship. There's another aspect that is intuition. You just say, you know, I just know. I just know. Intuition. Alright? Intuition is part of your spirit. So, with the intuition you perceive, you just, Holy Spirit can communicate to you. Holy Spirit can give you signals that you just pick and then you perceive with your intuition, and then based on that, you are able to discover maybe something bad is about to happen or something, you know, good is about. You just feel it. Sometimes, look, let me tell you something. If debt is coming and your spirit is much alive, your intuition can pick it. Debt is coming. Your intuition can pick it if money is coming. Praise God. I'm not talking about people promising you and all that. Nobody is promising you anything. You are even going through, you know, hard time. Your spirit is telling you there is this hope. You know, there are two different kinds of hope. There is natural hope, there is supernatural hope. The supernatural hope dwells and your intuition can pick it in the realm of the spirit. Can pick it. You can get into a meeting, you know that there's something for me in this meeting. Your intuition just pick it. Are you getting what I'm saying? You just know that before the end of the year, something is going to change. Your intuition is alive when you fellowship with God or you are intimate with him, he relates with your intuition. He sent a message, alright, to your spirit, and your intuition can pick that signal. But you see, these three compartments dwells in your spirit. So there is a worship compartment with which you worship, and you relate with me, and fellowship with him, and then there is a side of the conscience that is the voice that tells you this is good, this is bad, is a voice that God used to convict you that this is safe. You just fumble, right? It's a voice that it must not be silenced. It must not be used for something else. Devil must not, you know, one way or the other mute it. Or when it's getting to that level, that you are comfortable in a particular mess, it means that the voice of your conscience is being silenced. And then there is that intuition. So I want you to take those three parts now, because when we are getting deeper, in the teaching of the Holy Spirit, we are going to be looking at those three dimensions. You see, that intuition is what will determine how smart you are on the earth. The Bible says the children of this world are wise in their way, but we are supposed to be wiser than them. So, But then, if you don't key with the Holy Ghost, key into him properly, it won't make you smarter. You can look smart, but the Holy Spirit is supposed to actually make you smarter. You know, Bible says that there are people who have come in in sheep clothing, they are wolves, into the congregation. I hope you are getting what I'm saying. You know, congregation is supposed to be sheep, praise God. <laughs> but it says some people in sheep clothing, they are coming into the congregation, but it's because the church has so much relaxed, we have refused to go into the world that is full of wolves, are you getting what I'm saying? In wolves clothing, as sheep. Did you get what I'm saying? So when he says go into the world and preach to all creatures, what he's saying is that you're not going to go into the world and appear as if you are Mister Jesus. Are you getting what I'm saying? You go into the world and you will look in a way like them in terms of mental intelligence. When they got degree, you have a degree. Are you getting what I'm saying? When they have businesses, you start your businesses. If they raise altar, you raise altar. If do you get what I'm saying, there is that point where the people of the world and the people of God, people of the kingdom, can converge in terms of modest dressing, in terms of appearance, in terms of, do you get what I'm saying, in terms of ornament, in terms of everything. You can see, not everybody who appears in suits are godly. Glory to God. So that's what I'm saying. But I'm not saying that you should go to the extreme and then you say, you see, you know, God said we should go into the world. And then you are opening all your, you know, they even, they without. So, but that's just the truth. Now, there is this other human soul. But you say we say human spirit, then human soul, then human body. The human soul is full of intellect. There is intellect also known as the mind of a man, which must be renewed. That mind, in our contemporary computer language, is a processor. Is a processor. The, that's the intelligence. That's when you refer to IQ. That's, that's the, it's referring to how sharp, how sharp, how fast your mind can process information... And then when he processes information, how does he apply it? Then wisdom comes to play. So there is the mind or intellect part of a human soul. And then there is emotion or feeling part of a human soul. And then there is this third other side, which is the decision or the will of human soul. Now this is how it happens. So information comes into the human soul. And then mind begins to process it. Your intellect processes. And then, information that is processed, while you are processing it, the soul is so powerful. That if you are processing that you have a lot of money, your body will become relaxed. If you are processing in your mind that you are healthy, even if there are symptoms, they will be looking for a way to get out of your body. Mind is so powerful. You know why? Because it's mind that determines everything that you are doing on this earth. If you don't have mind, you are out of this world. If you see a madman on the road, what has been tampered with is the mind. I hope you are getting what I'm saying. Is the mind. The madman has feeling. If you beat a madman, do you notice that they will run? They have feeling. If a madman sees fire, he will not put his hand up. Madness does not reach that level. That means a madman can feel the emotion is intact. Now, the madman has will. If he feels and he has will, he moves away from the fire. But there's something that has been altered. The mind is still working, but it's altered. Is altered against what is supposed to be the normal thing. So he sees men that are wearing clothes. He thinks they are all mad. Do you get what I'm saying? That is right. Now, there are different kind. You know, when I talk about mental health and all that, sometimes you are right in your own eyes. Something has happened to your mind. Something as, no, no, no. That's the truth. Something has actually happened to your mind. If you dwell so well with God, God can tell you things that will make you appear like you are mad on the earth. Human beings will not be able to understand. Did they tell Paul that you are out of your mind? They you told Paul, ah, they said too much learning is already making you mad because what he was saying, they couldn't understand it. And let me tell you something. If you don't study, worship God to the point that your mind is being altered. You can't change things as touching the world. You can't change, you can't make, make some major breakthrough. Do you, you need to really, when you, if I take for example our politicians, they are talking about 2023. They are talking about 2031. 2035. I said this thing a long time ago. They planned long-term goal. Medium term goal, short term goal. They use short term goal to achieve medium term. They use medium term to achieve long term. I have somebody who is a vivid example of that in politics that everybody is just, ah, oh, this man. And they deliberate. It's mind. It's mind. We are talking about relationship today. Marriage is not just about the feeling, no? feeling can come and go. Marriage is not more of just, I decide. Marriage is more of what happens in your, that you are recreated and that your mind has connected with the mind of this other person. Marriage is more of mind. Let me give you an example. You know, we go to school to upgrade our intellect. How many of you understand what I'm saying? We put information there and we become educated. It's simple. But do you know that now, now it's difficult because of the level of education you have achieved to just go to your village and say you want to marry somebody who is struggling, who, who, who is primary school dropout. You know what I'm talking about. The primary school dropout. It's difficult. I mean, you, you'll be looking at, it, you're looking at yourself that where am I going to start from? No matter how beautiful that body is, something has gone wrong to you. Something is wrong with the mind. I don't know if I get getting what I'm saying. That the mind is not as developed. So you can't take somebody like that to hang out with you, with your family friends. Where they come with their wives, their wife finished from this school, finished from that school, everybody holding first degree, second degree, three degrees, like now, there are many degrees. (laughs) This one in the back, that one in the back. One day I ask myself, where are you taking the bag to? There's nothing wrong in having many things in the bag, but I found out that people who actually use what is in their bag, they don't have too many things in the bag. Yes, they don't have too many things in the bag. Some people don't even have bag, praise God. <laughs> have you ever noticed that some people don't have, innocent does not have bag. Maybe you want to go and get pause. No post is different from a the first degree in the bag. Eh, well, we can say in their time. Now it's much more competitive. Because actually some people believe that some of the things that block your reasoning is education. But then let us go there. <laughs> because when you have learned too much, you can actually be stopped from now thinking on your own. That's why sometimes with your certificate, you want to just get a job and then get some pay at the end of the month, whereas God has wired you with stuff that can magnetize things to you if you can create value. Are you getting what I'm saying? Let's just leave that. We're talking about mind. So now, you know what the Holy Spirit does? The Holy Spirit now speaks to your spirit in order to connect your mind. So the Holy Spirit speaks to your innermost being in order to connect your mind. Which is in the middle. Now, let me repeat that analogy again. Where are those people? Please come. Uh, if all of them are the people that are represented, thank you. So, who is the spirit, Daddy? The spirit, yes. This is the spirit. It's much more alive. Can you see shining? Glory to God. <laughs> Handsome spirit. Praise God. You see, this person is really well fed. You are the soul. <laughs> Can you see the soul? <laughs> I'm even afraid of the soul. <laughs> <laughs> Praise God, and this is the flesh. <laughs> Glory to God. So, look at yourself in this dimension. So, what the Holy Spirit does is to take over this. The Holy Spirit inhabits this. The Holy Spirit nurtured this spirit, and through this spirit, He now connects with His soul and begins to renew your soul. Imagine Him. This is the soul. Imagine the soul came. I mean, imagine the soul wearing rag. I will have acted the drama that you get it purely. That rat signifies poverty, signifies um, bankruptcy, signifies debt, signifies sickness, signifies. Do you get what I'm saying? So the, the, the root of anything that is going on in your life is in the mind. Once you can get rid of them in your mind, you will get rid of them in your, in your life. Are you getting what I'm saying? And your life. Also, include your house, include your home, include your relationship, include your children, include... There's monkey all over the place now. If they've not planted it in your mind, it won't enter your corridor. Is that clear? Yes, sir. That's the truth. You can use a nose mask, whereas virus for COVID-19 is already in your mind. So, nose mask won't be able to stop what is already in your mind. Are you getting what I'm saying? The economy outside can be difficult, whereas in your mind you are just prosperous. You just know there is a way. That's why people say when there is a way, there is a what? There is a will. Is that not what they say? Good. That way is mind. Once the mind says there is a way, then you will make a decision. We are taking steps. Is that clear? So imagine it came with rag. And then full of rag. So what do you think will happen here? Sickness. Because he's wearing, the mind is full of rag, right? Sickness will be here. Poverty will be here. All kinds of things will be here. Let's imagine that he's not born again. That means the spirit is absent. The spirit is dead. Now, he comes to Christ. So Christ now saved the spirit. Christ recreated the spirit. What Christ does is to install, the spirit is installed fully. And he now begins to nurture the spirit from babyhood. Before you know it, it might just be the cap that is rag that was first removed and they will put a clean cap. That's a renewal of mind. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now, your education, no university can do that. What university can do is to try to wear or patch the rag or wear something on the rag. Do you get what I'm saying? But what revelation does, that's what information does. Information will just patch and wear something and manage and try to that 's what information does, but what revelation does is to come into this place and remove the lag and put a new you know the bible says that you cannot put new wine in old wine skin, so what God wants to do call prosperity or health or blessings or marital bliss or all those things they are new God will not allow it to to, to be to be to be. You know, it won't give you marital bliss and then you are in debt. You, do you get what I'm saying? So, the old will have to give way for the new. If you are getting me, can you say amen? Amen. Good. Now, so, you know, the spirit, revelation for prosperity, God pumped it into the spirit. That's why you have to take care of your spirit. You must fellowship with the Holy Ghost. Praise God. Hallelujah. Uh, Tucker, come. I want Tucker to act like you know, when you say Holy Ghost, there must be unholy Ghost. When we say Holy Ghost is clean Ghost, there must be unclean Ghost, right? Now, Toppe is going to act like the unclean Ghost. You know, for every Jesus, there must be Satan Satan. Praise God. Somebody is bearing Jesus' sin. Praise God. So, now, the Holy Spirit is facing the Spirit and trying to notch up the Spirit. The dirty ghost is communicating through the body in trying to attack the mind. The Holy Spirit, do you get what I'm saying? Now, I want you to have a rapport with the body. Just hold the body like this. That's what some of us are doing. You hold satanic information, satanic interaction, satanic association, satanic all kinds of things by one hand... And then you are fellowshipping with the Holy Ghost, with the clean spirit. Oh, Holy Spirit is there, and then the Holy Spirit is with the spirit. You now know where the battle is. Both of them we meet in the mind. Anytime you hear God's word, and your mind is so made up, and you want to break through, and you want to do something great, and you want to break, you something is in the mind like a stronghold saying that? Rest. (laughs) How many of you have heard that word before? (laughs) Say it after me. Say rest. Rest. What, what What do they mean? They are trying to say that, look, you are not the first. In your lineage, nobody has ever broken this. I mean, just go and get that job. You can't marry a beautiful woman. Look at your lineage. They don't marry beautiful people. Why? What's your problem? Go to your village. He can even be quoting scripture and be using Abraham telling Eliezer to go to his people. You don't know the devil does it. He does it. Do you know he quoted Psalm 91 to Jesus? He said, Jesus, jump. He shall give his angel." Although when he quotes scriptures, he doesn't quote it correctly. I can show you. Read Psalm 91 where he quoted from Matthew chapter 4, Luke chapter 4. He didn't quote it correctly. But you see, he was quoting scripture to a living scripture. That's why the Bible says we are the epistles that the world reads. So we are supposed to hit epistle to the point that we walk and be a living word. Do you get what I'm saying? When we walk past like this, and they can perceive the word. <laughs> when they look at us in the world, when we sneeze, the word. When you snub, the word. <laughs> you give a jab in the world. And you get what I'm saying? Anytime you say, uh, the word. You know why? Because you are the living epistle. Somebody say I'm a living epistle. <laughs> Yeah. You know Jesus Christ as a living word? When he was on earth, the Bible says the word became flesh. Now that there's no more here, the Holy Ghost is inside us, the word is still flesh. Do you get that? Good. So, he might even be quoting and trying to manipulate the scriptures to be able to distract you. So, anytime you come to church, your spirit is elated. Or your spirit is dull on Monday. It's Lenkwe on Tuesday. It's Jesu on Wednesday. And you know, we are just trying to wake people up for midweek service. <laughs> they said they are doing it online. Your spirit tries to wake up online. You just smell okra from your kitchen. And then your spirit have been Jesu, Lekwe and Golo since Monday. It's now Shiloh. By the, by the end of the service online. You are deceiving yourself with that online service. You are better wake up. On Thursday, tickle. On Friday, it does not connect to the VG. What what are you doing on earth? No, no, no. Let me ask your neighbor. Say, hello, sir. Hello, ma. What are you doing on earth? If you will not be part of a spiritual meeting, what else are you doing? Spiritual meetings are the most important meetings on earth. No hangout. Spiritual meetings are the most important meetings on earth. Not board meeting. You don't even know what to do in board meeting if you're a spiritual person. Until you have met with God. Or until you have met together with the people of God. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, okay, let me give you an example in the Bible. Some people gathered together they said they are going to kill Peter. Uh, the, um, Herod said they will kill Peter. The church gathered. Spiritual meeting. And the decision in that meeting suspended and reversed what was done by Herod. He concluded he was going to kill Peter the following. After Monday, he kept it pa- for Passover. Is after Passover, like Easter Monday, he will kill Peter. They, go, they, they couldn't find Peter because Peter had left. Angel responded to every, the people on the earth who connected with heaven through their spirit. Do you get what I'm saying? Good. That's why when you come among those who are spiritually sanctified, your spirit is supposed to be elated. Even if you came and your spirit is depressed, you are weak, you are tired, there must be something that quickens you. And that's why Sammy says that I am glad when they say we should go into the house of the Lord. Because that is where the hope is. That is where the blessing is. Once my spirit can connect with God, I know everything about me is settled. Ah, If you get that, can you say amen? Amen! And then you see devil telling you to get off the uh, church. Oh, you're tired. You're coming from uh, Can you be coming from Aja? Are you the only one? Are you the only one? Oh. And then God's so good. Somebody just switch on the TV and you're watching BB Nigeria. Or you're watching news. Or you're, you know, kinds of I mean, look. Wake up. Look at your neighbor. Say wake up. Wake up. Good. Now, the waking up of a believer begins with the spirit. Once your spirit is revived, then your soul can easily be transformed. So, when the, the Holy Spirit fills the spirit to the point that your soul will start adjusting, even in your soul, you will know some things are not proper. Your soul will say, "No poverty, no, no, no." You not develop a proper hatred. You know normally, you say, "Is poverty will, will deal with you?" You know, you not develop a proper hatred. I'm telling you, you develop a proper... You were raised... You know, this thing is in your mind. You were raised to cut fish before you cook it. It's in your mind. It was somebody with a very small prime pan that developed that strategy. For your information, do you know it's somebody with a very small prime pan that developed the strategy that I can't put a whole fish inside? They used to just cut the head off and feed on it, on the rest, and cook it long like that. Well, you know, you just grow up. Even the rich are still cutting the fish. Nobody is asking questions. <laughs> and that something, that's been alive. That's something that's appear, has been a lie, that something that appears has been in um, circulation for long does not mean it's the truth. Do you get what I'm saying? I mean, if you have the generation of our daddy now, they will tell you that in their own days in school, it's full chicken. When you say full chicken, is real full chicken. How many of you have been to three now they say they are serving you full chicken? They are serving you one big lap and they call it full chicken. That's one eight chicken, not full chicken. They say are only half chicken. And they cut the lap into two and they say half chicken. I said, let's stop all this. Let's stop deceiving ourselves. I'm paying for one eight chicken. A full chicken, when it arrives, you know. You don't eat it with anything else. But moths and the full chicken fruit juice, and, uh, and for some of you that like to go wine and all that. <laughs> so, but then what am I saying? Is in your mind. Every they've told you in your family is in your mind. People die at 40, they plot it in your mind. There's a sickness oh, at 55, is in the mind. So, when the revelation comes into the spirit, it starts renewing the mind. That's why you must be reading the word, you must be feasting on the word to come into your spirit. Your spirit must be loaded to the point that your mind will not have a choice than to be renewed. So when your mind is now being renewed, you will be detaching from poverty, you will be detaching from sickness, you will be detaching. Are you getting what I'm saying? Your body will be adjusting, then your leg will know where to go. Are you getting Follow me. Follow me. Follow me. Your leg will know where to go. Do you get what I'm saying? You apply to the right job. You go to the interview with boldness. You, do you understand? You have left unclean spirit, But don't think unclean spirits will stop like that. Follow us as we are going. Don't, don't, don't follow us as we are going. <laughs> you know, I told you that. Wait, wait first. On oh, Unclean spirit. You know, I told you. You know, I told you that the Holy Spirit will be leading these spirits. And this spirit will be leading the soul. The soul will be leading the body. So the Holy Spirit is leading now. That's a spiritual person. Do you remember? The day you start leading the spirit, the day you try to lead the spirit, or your own human spirit, you become a carnal person. Turn and go back. Yes, can you see? But you know the reason why the Holy Spirit will still be there with you? Because of the love of the Father. Because of the covenant promise and everything that he has said. This is carnality. But you see, whatever, whenever you are canna, I want us to do it again. Just turn back. Whenever you are canna, come. This is the person that is leading. Turn. Yes. Be going. Be going. Whenever you are corner, The only spirit will be there because he knows that no matter what happens, the grace can recover you. And so, when you repent, when you repent, you'll be turning. That's why repentance is turning. Repent. What it means is U-turn. You make a U-turn and call and turn back. See, let me tell you, it's not just about sin, oh. It's only about wrong business, about wrong relationship. Repentance at times is break up, oh. Mm. Repentance, oh deep. Now, see, see, the Holy Spirit now take over. Now, Holy Spirit now take over. Now, but do you know, demons will not give up. But if you are very hot, you can give, you can give us distance. Hmm? Now, it's just for this. It's not demon. <laughs> so, now, follow me. But don't follow us very fast. Can you see? If you are not moving at the pace of the Holy Ghost, he will catch up. <laughs> he will what? Catch up. <laughs> Praise God. Oh, this is thing. <laughs> Did you get it? Yes, sir. Praise God. Hallelujah. So all those things I this, de- de- come close. You see, this body has five senses. You know the five senses now. Even biology taught us that: touch, smell, taste, sight, hearing. Those are the gateways to your soul. The devil is using. That's the gateway. You touch is, ah, oh fluffy. Ah. <laughs> That's the gateway to your food. <laughs> hey, oh, fluffy. Like a get bread. Hey, hey. Like I get bread. <laughs> and you know, touch is a lang- love language. <laughs> Job. I've left <lived> that. <laughs> Job. Said, I have made a covenant with my eyes. I will not behold a maiden. Let me tell you something. This eyes is not the true eyes. This eyes is a gateway to your soul. To your main eye. In your soul, the imagination is wide. I don't know if I get you what I'm saying. I, 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 I want you to get this. These eyes are just the just to your soul. It's in your soul that the imagination is what? Wide. Wide. That's why Bible says that whoever looks at a lady or a babe and lost after her. So it's with the soul. So somebody can, be, somebody can be seated in church now and be sleeping with somebody in Sheraton. Everything is in the soul. You know once in a while when you say, in Jesus' name, you say, amen. You just come back. Say, ah, hey man. And somebody's wondering, ah, we've said like 10 amen. You just woke up. He said, Amen. Oh, you have somebody sleeping in the meeting, say, I'm not sleeping. The soul has slept. The soul is in charity. I'm telling you, these are things that happen. You know, sometimes where they are discussing money, transactions, businesses that will advance the cost of the person. It's like the his village people have pursued him. His mind is somewhere else. It happens too, in colleges. You have been taught one thing, your mind is somewhere else. That's why we have to pray before we come to church. That's why uh, our eye force, intercessory force pray, so that everybody can concentrate. The demons that follow people to service, they've contacted demons during the week. He followed them to service. He does not want them to hear anything. Those demons are not here now. We suspended their work. They are outside. They might even be waiting for you after service. <laughs> And you don't go through the other door. Say, I'm smarter than the demon. You say, I came in through this door. I'm going to go out through (laughs) it. Demons are not like that. Once you have things that is like their property, you attract them. When you have things that belong to them, you attract them. The same way, when you have worship in your life, he inhabits the praises of his word. As you get what I'm saying, he inhabits the praises. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, those five senses you touch, you see, you hear. This is not the true here. The here is in the soul. There is here of the soul, there is here of the spirit. The here of the spirit, here God, is also a doorway into the soul. Now, the three of you come here to face the congregation. Now, this is the soul. The battleground is the soul. You stay here. You know, the funniest thing is that both the spirit and demons can be here. Because you are also looking at me now. You know, you are also looking at your Bible. With unveiled face, we behold as in the mirror. And we are transformed. Looking unto Jesus now, there are two dimensions you see with your physical eyes the word of God and then with your imagination you behold. Are you getting what I'm saying? I can teach prosperity to a point that you start seeing money. You start seeing people that that are coming your way. Are you getting what I'm saying? You start seeing it. must get his message. So you start seeing it. But you see, as I'm putting something right through your eyes, through those channels, this person is also putting, trying to put something wrong. Are you getting what I'm saying? He doesn't have access to your spirit, except if you give him. He doesn't have access to your spirit. So you see now that it's difficult. It's actually the arrangement. It's difficult for a believer to fumble. It's difficult for a believer to retrogress. It's difficult for a believer to tumble back because they don't have access to your spirit. Except if you give them access. When you give them access, it comes to your body. Through your body, communicates to your spirit. You know sometimes the sickness is not actually in your, in your, in your soul yet until you start seeing certain symptoms. And then, you know, I told you, you see certain symptoms, and then you go on the internet. I mean, the symptoms can just be something, maybe headache, a slight headache, and then maybe you are feeling a bit um, on his, and then you, you have pain in your body, and then you go to the internet. The devil can so much do it in such a way that the first thing that will pop up, when you click it like this, one bad disease. Give me a name of one bad disease. Cancer. Eh? Cancer. And then the first three symptoms you will hear that you will be reading are the symptoms that you are feeling. Have you heard people saying, "I weak"? <laughs> you, as you are reading, you say, ah, cancer. I ban you in the name of Jesus. At that moment, you don't know. Even as I say, I ban you, that already they are planting it in your soul. The cancer might not come until the next twelve years. They don't give up. They continue to send symptoms so that you can continue to check internet as if a doctor, trying to diagnose yourself, you provide yourself, you supply prognosis and all those, whatever. And then you, it's damaging your mind the more. Praise God. Some of you have two kidneys. Somebody who has one is living better than you. Why? Because there is a world called health in the spirits. Each time you feed your spirit with health, your soul is renewed with health. And your body doesn't have a choice than to adjust. In fact, most of the things you say with your mouth, they come directly from your soul. It's what you have fed your soul with. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And what you are speaking also re your soul. But what, I'm not even talking about walking by faith because that's just a typical teaching on walking by faith. It's a cycle. It's a cycle. If you want to break a cycle of poverty, that's how to alter it. You will transform. Your soul will be transformed, renewed, and there will be transformation in your life. And your soul cannot be nourished without your mouth, mouth moving. Your mouth will be moving. And your mouth will be moving, speaking things against what is in existence and you'll be bringing things that be not as though they were. If you got this, can you say amen? Amen! Please put your hands together for them. And I know that's clear enough because you know that when you see you see too. Now we have the promise of the Spirit. Let's just run through First Corinthians chapter 2 verse 9. I like what I'm sharing with you because at least you can pick one of those things and then you hacked on it. It's very important. Now I'm speaking to you. You are hearing. This is what is called the hearing of faith. Let's start with Galatians chapter 3. Galatians chapter 3. This is what is called the hearing of faith. Look at Galatians chapter 3. Let's read it together, if you can find it. One, two, three, go. O foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you that you should not obey the truth, before whose eyes Jesus Christ was clearly portrayed among you as crucified? Now, let me give you the background knowledge. What has happened is that Paul, the apostles, were led to Galatia, and he preached to them, planted churches, and he taught them the grace of God. So after some time, some Charlatans, some Jewish-speaking Jewish believers went there, and they started teaching the law. He taught them grace. Those ones started teaching the law. That look is true. There is grace, but look, there is law too. And don't forget, law came through Moses, but grace and truth came through who? Jesus Christ. So God never told us to combine grace and law. There are so many ministries and churches that combine grace and law. It's pure grace. Somebody say pure grace. Now, pure grace that I'm talking about is not a license to do anyhow. Alright? But I just want to show you something here. Law is religion. Grace is relationship. Relationship with the Father. So look at the foolish Galatians who have bewitched you. Verse 2 now says, this only I want to learn from you. Did you receive the Spirit? Now listen to this. Did you receive the Spirit by the works of the law? Or by the hearing of of faith. So there is such a thing that is called hearing of faith. Now the hearing of faith starts and begins with the hearing. With this outer here. This is an outer here. There is an inner here. So if you read it further, go to verse, verse 3. It says, are you so foolish having begun in the spirit? Are you now being made perfect by the flesh? I mean, how can somebody who is the founder of a church be talking to people in the church like that? Are you so foolish? Now, how will you feel? All foolish communion. Ah. Pastor rest. Pastor chill, chill, chill. Just chill. Praise God. What's happening? Are you so foolish? Having begun in the spirit. Look at what he says. Having begun in the spirit. Are you now being made perfect by the flesh? So he said, law is flesh. Look at what he says next. Have you suffered so many things in vain? If indeed, it was in vain? Yes. Therefore, he who supplies the Spirit to you. Now, look, look at it. How you receive the Spirit is by the Spirit. By the hearing of faith. Not by the law. So now he say, even the person that came to supply. So there is a faith of a supplier. And there is a faith of a what? Of a receiver. Praise God. Did you get what I just said? There is a faith in the heart of a supplier, that the person that God is using, and there is a faith of a receiver. Look at what it says. Therefore, he who supplies the Spirit to you and works miracles among you, does he do it by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? Give us Romans chapter 10 verse 17. Look at Romans chapter 10 verse 17. Romans chapter 10 verse 17. Let's read this together. One, two, three, go, everybody. Can you see? So, faith comes. So, even as I'm speaking to you, you are being elated. Faith is coming, faith is entering you. Praise the Lord. You know, you can leave this meeting now and be pumped up by faith, only for you to see a newspaper that says $58 billion missing. You say, "Oh, we are dead." I, you know, I speak to you so that you can you can speak. Newspaper too is speaking to you so that you can speak. Fifty-eight billion dollars missing. This is what we are saying: rubbish. I'm disobedient. I'm obedient. I'm articulate. I'm beatified. Well, you better be speaking what God is speaking. Are you getting what I'm saying? Check throughout the scriptures. Terrible people have been in power. God took care of his people. The people he took care of, terrible people, been in power. But well, he took care of his people. The people he took care of, they listened to him and they spoke what he said. So you see, newspaper, you might not even read it, but just seeing it, it communicates to your soul. And trigger something. And then you start speaking. Negative things. My boss is wicked. He's terrible. People have had terrible bosses. You remember Laban. You remember Laban in the screen. He even sensed the grace of God in the life of Jacob. He said, I know by experience that God has blessed me because of you. But he dealt with Jacob. He was changing his wages. He was changing his wages. Maybe when he's supposed to give him 100, he will give him 30. He said, You have, Jacob has said it. He said, You have changed my wages many times. What tells you? What what did I, what is my problem? What is my sin? Do you remember he labored seven years to get a daughter? Do you know that on the night of the wedding, that's the reason, you know, this is a relationship (laughs) meeting. Don't do wedding in the night. (laughs) On the night of the wedding, the wife was exchanged. The person, Rachel was exchanged for Leah. Leah is a good lady. The covenant, the grace of God is with Leah. You know it's Leah that gave birth to Judah. You know Jesus came from the lineage of Judah. Lion of the tribe of Judah. But Leah was not as beautiful as, as Rachel. So, so some of you that shine your eyes. You can shine your eyes and pick somebody who is not a covenanted babe. Shine your eyes and pick handsomeness over destiny. Listen to me. Rachel, this thing I'm telling you is difficult. "Mm, I know it's difficult. You just like you just like a cute guy. You just like a handsome guy. You just like a fine babe. And that's why every babe will be marketing themselves. It's marketing. Every side, if you check it, you don't need is is 3D format. (laughs) You see this side, just flip through, you see everything you need to see. And then you now think, mm, is he my speck? My speck, my speck. Rachel was the speck of Jacob. Do you know God allowed Laban to cheat Jacob? But even in cheating, there is destiny. Do you get what I'm saying? Do you get what I'm saying? That if he was not cheated, then Jesus is not coming. So look at look at, no, no look at this. So he now choose Rachel. But well, you know the normal thing for a boss is to give Rachel because that's what he promised. But on the night of the wedding, only for Jacob to open the veil. After he has gone too far. Praise God. He said, Why did they, what did I do? Do you know Jacob because he loved Rachel? labor the gay. Another seven years. Another seven years. I don't think there's anything like that again. Praise the Lord. Pastor, I ain't going to spend seven months. What kind of love? Seven days, too much. <laughs> Praise the Lord. First Corinthians. Let me close with First Corinthians chapter two, verse nine. You know, somebody suggested on Wednesday when I said, "Let's," he said, "Pastor, let's do intimacy in relationship." That's the title of this one. (laughs) Look at this. But as it is written, I have not seen, so I have to see. He has not heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love Him. So, God has prepared some fantastic things. But he said, eyes have not seen it. He have not heard it. Neither has they come to the heart of man. He said, but he, God has revealed them to us through the through his spirit, right? Is that what he says? For the spirit searches all things. So, spirit of God is a spiritual Google. He searches all things. And Bible says instead of going on Google to be searching for symptoms, (laughs) let the Spirit. (laughs) He said, for the Spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. Now, as if that is not enough, let's read forward. Verse eleven. Verse eleven. He said, for what man knows the things of a man except the Spirit of the man which is in him? He's asking a question. Even so, no one knows the things of God except the Spirit of God. Now, he's saying that, hey, if you want to really know those three people I, I've, I brought out the other time, the, the, the dimension of a man that will tell you the truth about a man is this, the Spirit. Ah, I want you to get this. The dimension of a man. You know, Bible says that as a man thinks in his heart, so is he, right? Good. It means that the soul of a man can reveal who a man is to an extent, right? But look at this scripture. For what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of the man which is in him? Do you know it didn't say the soul of a man? Do you notice it didn't say the soul of a man? Do you know why? Do you know why? There are certain things you are battling with in your soul. It is settled in your spirit. Ah, you don't get it. No. You didn't get it. Okay. You will come back. Please come back. I I will, I will try and explain it in such a way that you will get it. Because, you know, let me tell you something. If it is, God is going to judge you by the way your soul is, you will never enter heaven. Look at that scripture. Put that scripture there. Look at it. For what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of the man... So he says, this guy, the way this guy is, I can't know him by his physical appearance. Do you get what I'm saying? I can know him to an extent by his soul. If he reveals what is in his mind, it can, you know, it's in the soul that our personality stems out of. So that soul reveals a man to an extent. But he says, in eternity, In the eyes of God. In eternity. The real reality of a man is in the spirit. Is in his spirit. So you know, he's a spirit, he has a soul, he lives in the body. So as a man thinking his heart, so is he. Give us that scripture, we'll come back to this place. I think Proverbs 24, 7 or so, or something. Uh, Just look for it. I I can't seem to... As a man thinks in his heart. You will see what he says. We always quote that. We don't read the rest. But I will read the rest. Let's read it together. One, two, three, go. For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. Eat and drink, he says to you. But but what? But what? You know one of the things that people don't know? That God expects you as a spiritual person to do. Is to spiritually disarm people. There are people... People are dua in personalities. They can appear like he's suited, whereas in his mind, he's wearing a Do you get what I'm saying? His mind... In his mind, is a terrorist. Do you get what I'm saying? And that is why there is no security check that can discover that. There is no security. Once he's not carrying anything physical that can indict him, you can carry... Arrow him with your mind and travel. They won't, they won't stop you. How many of you know what I'm talking about? You can carry him with your mind. They don't check the mind. There's no scanning machine that scans the mind. The only scanner that scans the mind is a spirit. And the Bible says that this does not reveal a man. It can be tall outside whereas he's short inside. It can be short inside whereas he's the tallest it can be shot outside, whereas it's the tallest inside. The soul will reveal a man to an extent, but the spirit is the big deal. You see, let me tell you something. Till we will enter heaven, there will be battle in the mind. If God looks at battle in your mind, you are holy, but they are throwing that fiery darts at you, and you are using faith to quench them. To quench them is battle. I've overcome. I've overcome. You 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 pray pray pray. You get into relationship. You broke up. You enter another one. Eventually you marry. Now you now read somewhere say to have and to hold. Somebody wants to collect what you are holding. Ah, is battle. And even you, they want to collect you. Ah. So a secretary without looking at you and say, Oh God, ah. do you get? I you. Oh guy, help me, help me, Abby! <laughs> and then she, she just came one morning and looking me me me. Whoa, batu me. Mind, mind your mind, your mind. And what they are after is the destiny. Because if you don't carry destiny, there is no need for any battle. That's why in the grave there is no Batu. Everywhere is silence, physical, spiritual. Everywhere is silence. In the grave. No matter how you love the person, you yourself, you have, you have forgotten. You, you can get there and say, where did you bury our precious father? You can't locate, except, especially when it didn't, it was not properly done. You can't locate it because you yourself, you have, you have buried the person, bye-bye. But now look at it. This spirit is the main thing. The spirit will drag the soul to go and meet God. Because you still need to feel the enjoyment of heaven or feel the enjoyment of hell. Depending on the one you have chosen. But we have chosen heaven. Praise God. Hallelujah, glory to God. So the soul and the spirit will go back to meet God. Jesus. You will drop the body here. So if all your priority is on the body, you paint it, you sag, you do best bear like goatee something. You, you understand? You do understand? Heavy on the body. We are fasting. <laughs> Pastor. 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 I have ulcer. Your body. Your body. You know, the ulcer will never show up until when we announce that we are fasting. Some people, they will not take any percent. They are healthy. Until we announce there's a program, we are fasting. They say, Pastor, can we break by 9 a.m.? And they will not tell you. They say, Pastor, you know, the spirit is willing. Ah, masun karamba tantara. The flesh is weak, masoko masaka. <laughs> and there are some that will tell you we are fasting. Around, let's say it's six o'clock, we are breaking. When it's around two o'clock, they check the time. Ah, what's wrong with you? Is <laughs> that time? That time will be very slow. I said, oh my lord, I cannot die. It's already close to the food. It's a motion Nariata. Eh, <laughs> mm, mm. You know, the funny thing is that the next meeting, they can even have a word for us. <laughs> Those <laughs> people. <laughs> they say, Pastor, I see my spirit. We are all on horses. We are, we are marching into a new gate. You <laughs> had <laughs> <laughs> better say amen so that you accommodate them. <laughs> but that's just the truth. The spirit is not strong. If your spirit is strong, then the flesh is willing and the the flesh is weak. This, the spirit is... Uh, oh, he's willing. Because if you say his spirit is strong, he's not. If your spirit is strong, your flesh will fast. Hmm. So, the true thing about what God is saying is that it's the spirit of a man that actually defines who a man is. Because it's the spirit that supplies the soul. The proper revelation and information the soul is supposed to have about you. That's what the Bible says that we are created in His image and in His. So He's the Spirit. Are you getting what I'm saying? Okay. Yes. Now, the sickness, symptoms, poverty, or whatever is in, that is in your mind now, is not biblical. It's not supposed to be there. You check what is in your spirit, you check the scripture, then you use that to knock out what is in your, in your soul. I hope you got it now. Yes, so if you are to define this man, you know they are one. This is soul, this is spirit. This is his body. So what defines this man? The one in the middle, right? That's what defines this man. It's your spirit. So you don't judge a man. Listen, if somebody behaves somehow, you should look beyond the, spi- the, the body, look beyond the soul, know that the person is also your brother. His spirit is recreated. It's just a matter of time. Are you getting what I'm saying? So you don't judge. If it. People, we offend you. Don't judge. Just see beyond that and see into the spirit. And this person is a correct person. It's just a matter of time. Everybody is growing. Do you get that? Good. God bless you. Thank you. Verse Ah, I close. Verse twelve. Now, and I explain for that because I want to drive a point, drive out a point here, or drive to a point here, um, so that you can get something. Now we have received, listen. Let's read it together if you can read it. Everybody. One, two, three, go. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit spirit who is from God. So the word has its own spirit. Let's read further. One, two, three, go. That we might know the things that have been freely given to us by... So how do you know the things that have been given to you by God? By the spirit of God. Do you see it now? So the knowing will come into your spirit and then your mind will benefit from it. The next verse. Yes? One, two, three, go. These things we also speak, not in works which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Spirit teaches. Comparing spiritual things with... Do you know the meaning of this place? He said there is a teaching of the word, Education. What is more important is the teaching of the Spirit. That is very important. He said the Holy Spirit will be comparing spiritual things with the spiritual. If he tells you something now, he can go and bring out a story in the whole testament to explain it deeper. Are you getting what I'm saying? That's just it. Let's go. Yes? Let's read on. One, two, three, go. But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God. Who is the natural man? Somebody whose spirit is, is dead is not alive unto God. Unbeliever. Yes, for they are foolishness to him, nor can he know them because they are spiritually this is where I'm going. So if you get to a newspaper stand, everybody says it is finished for this country. You know it's not finished. Oh. They will look praise God. That's they'll be looking at you that where are you from? Because you are speaking something that is completely different from them. The word teaches that it is finished. But the Spirit teaches that God is just starting with us. You see now. He said, because what you see and you believe in the realm of the Spirit, by the Spirit, you design it spiritually. In natural that's why you don't argue. All those dragging on Twitter, dragging on this on that, you don't need to be involved. Because if you talk, they will just drag you. A natural man cannot spiritually design anything. The things of the spirit are spiritually what? Design. They are spiritually designed. So we live our life from inside out, not from outside in. Do you get it now? From the spirit to the soul, and the body comply, and our life comply. Not from the body to the soul. And the spirit complied. Is that clear? Yes. Praise the Lord. Are you blessed? Yes, sir. Come on, give God praise.